Happy Friday, and welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, a San Antonio Spurs beat writer for Ken's Five in San Antonio. Hey, Spurs, summer games are still going on. They finally got a win. I know wins and losses really, really don't matter. It's all about development, but it was just good to see this summer Spurs pick up a win because they went winless in Austin. I'm sorry, in Utah. And the Salt Lake City games, and then they start their Vegas games 0-2, but it was a good game. Trey Jones was the hero. We're going to be talking about some of the more you know highlight-worthy players' performances we've been seeing the last few games from your summer Spurs. Also going to dive into Keldon Johnson. Uh, before the Spurs beat the Hornets in summer league play, uh, Keldon Johnson had an impromptu meeting with media, and I had a chance to speak with him and ask him about what, he's lear- what did he learn? from playing with Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Drew Holiday, the list goes on and on, that he's going to take into San Antonio next season. He had a lot of good things to say. So do that and more. I am joined by San Antonio sports reporter and uh, one half of Vieira's in SA. He is Casey Vieira. Casey, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Hi, my friend. Thank you for having me. I wish As you were always, here in I Vegas, it. Me, by the way. Oh, you know me. I love, I love Vegas. Yeah. I love Vegas. I love Vegas. Went, went. Uh, where are we? Yeah, so about two months ago now for my birthday. Nice little getaway. It was really hot. Like, oh yeah, it's hot no here. No kidding. I mean, it's always it's always uh-huh. really hot, but like hot for Vegas hot. It was pushing one twenty, um, and I'm like, I'm too old for this now. <laughs> <laughs> I I walked. But, yeah, I walked late at night. You know, because my flight yeah. didn't get into Vegas like around close to pushing midnight. And right. I say, you know, let's, I'm packing. I say, you know what? Oh my goodness! I didn't bring razors. I didn't. I didn't bring mouthwash. Luckily for me, where I'm staying, there's a CVS across the street. Real quick, easy. Right. Get directions to the strip. Oh, just go out there, hit the strip, take a left. You're good. A three minute walk. I walk into CVS and I'm drenched. I'm like, and it's like close to midnight. I'm like, this is hot. I know. It's hot. It was hot, man. It's yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what's the high been since you've been out there? I think I saw 1.115, so. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's brutal. That global hey, but, warming, man. <laughs> yeah, but you know you know who was hot? Trey Jones and the Spurs. He was. Yeah, they finally got a W, KC. Um, look, I said in the intro, wins and losses really don't matter. You know, you just want to see these guys get better. Hopefully, they find a diamond in the rough among the other players. You know, the and, uh, you know, hey, maybe there might be one or two. But in the recent games, you're starting to see some uptick. Uh, some positive mm-hmm. strides for a couple of players. Let's start off with Trey Jones. I mean, obviously he's the man of the uh, the last couple of days. You know, thirty plus points in the Spurs summer win over the Hornets. Got the game winner. Got the game uh, steal basically to seal the win for San Antonio. He's been playing good. Now we, I get it, Casey. You might say it's summer league level play. I understand that, but when you you saw Trey Jones play, you know, you got to think like this has got to be good for him heading to the next season. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd rather him hit the game winning shot and get the, the clinching steal than have the ball being stolen away from him and have yeah. a game winning bucket put in his face to clinch it for the other team. Right. Right. So yeah. I, I mean, it's any positivity you get, from this, whether it be the organization or the player itself, you got to take it and build off of it because for a guy like Trey Jones, those opportunities to do exactly that are few and far between. But it's good to see that 
when he is getting that time to capitalize on it, he's doing exactly that. And yeah, it was it was definitely good to see, uh, good to see him do what he did the other night. I uh, spoke with uh, Coach Johnson, summer league head coach for the San Antonio Spurs, and one thing he he mentioned, he said he does he would rather have a a game like the Spurs had versus the Hornets that you know real tight going into the last seconds versus a game where the team gets blown out or the Spurs are blowing out a team because he says you don't get those developmental experiences that a player needs in those kind of games versus the game that we saw versus the Hornets, a tight one. Uh, you, right. Trey Jones, just that poise. He it was almost he, – he was like matching point for point. Uh, it was like Trey Jones versus the Hornets at one point because he was just scoring at will. We see him mm-hmm. do this with Austin last year. We're seeing him do it with the Summer League. How much did we take away knowing that what he did in Austin was at the G League level? What we're seeing right now is at the Summer League level. Do you think it can translate into the NBA level? I'm not saying it it can't translate. Instead, I'm saying more so I need to see more because basically what the Summer League is, it's largely for the most part just a – continuation of in terms of in terms of competitiveness personnel on the floor i mean it's not far off from the g league except you get the name spurs instead of austin Mm -hmm. spurs across your chest and you get a nice trip to vegas and hopefully vegas and not utah but but largely it's 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 the similar it's similar competition it's in that same neighborhood Mm -hmm. but that i don't think it takes away from it uh, you know, you know me, uh, the a resident cynic here on this program. I don't no. think it takes anything. You, Casey, yeah. me, yeah. cynical. Who would have yeah. thought? But I don't think it takes anything away for, from what he did. But in terms of, in terms of something that can really, I guess, for lack of a better term, phrase, should be, we should be on the lookout for this year. I don't know if I'd go that far, mm-hmm. but. Listen, like I was saying before, he's getting an opportunity to take advantage of that, and he's capitalizing on said opportunity right now, mm-hmm. and, and that's all you asked for. If you're Pop, if you're upper management, if you're Coach Johnson over there, that's all you're asking for. Some of these guys who we know are probably going to be on the main roster like Trey Jones to get those kind of reps and, and, and be ready if the situation presents itself. Yeah. I, seeing him play in person you know, is – wow. I mean, I was left with like, oh, he can do that. Those kind of moments. And you saw him break mm-hmm. defenders off the dribble. You know, I, mean, I didn't realize how good of a handle he has. Uh, and and you see Trey Jones as a defender. And you know, that was the thing when he got drafted by said, oh, the Spurs got themselves a great defensive guard. Exactly what Pop needs. And yeah, he, he definitely can't defend on the ball. But offensively, he has the skills to score. And I think the Spurs could utilize that moving forward. Look, you get why he didn't play last year. You know, when you're behind a guy named Patty Mills, yeah, your numbers or your minutes are going to be very limited in San Antonio. But now that Patty Mills is gone and the Spurs are obviously now that they, with a big old megaphone, they said, we are in rebuild mode this off season. Do you think he's earned enough to get some minutes in the San Antonio rotation? Probably not. Because I think if he did, Bryn Forbes wouldn't be in San Antonio right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we won't see him at, at any point. But at the moment, I'd say no, probably not. Because if that were the case, you'd probably 
probably have to jump him over Primo in the rotation, which you never know. Mike Primo might. I be mean, that, I could see that weeks. for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, now I'm saying that out loud. I guess that's a little bit more feasible jumping Primo. But jumping Vassell, probably not. No, it ain't gonna happen. No. No, right? It ain't yeah. gonna happen. And then obviously the you know the starters that's a, that's a, a given them excluded from this conversation. But I guess theoretically, yeah, yeah. theoretically, but theoretically, of course, only goes so far. Mm-hmm. So I guess no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, guess I, I, no. I, I look at Trey and I think, okay, well. It's his time, you know, it's either this coming season or maybe the following season. He's going to have to have his chance at the NBA level because, A, there's only so many seasons you can stash a player in Austin or the G League. And, and then, B, you know, if the, the Spurs are committed to this youth movement rebuild, you know, well, you know, if he is a factor in that, then you got to show him and the fans that he is a factor in that. And you got to let him run. Uh, and you're looking at him and like, well, he fits. The Spurs' goals right now, you know, maybe you develop him and throw him in a trade package. If their goal is to rebuild and maybe move some assets, he, he could be one of them. But in order to showcase him to be a tradable asset, you've got to let him play. There's that mm-hmm. uh, point to it. There's also this, too, that, hey, you know, you, you, you kind of want to see how he meshes well with these young guys because – you hear from like Devin and then you see afterwards when he had the game uh, winning uh, bucket in his play versus the Hornets and summer league, all the Spurs were applauding him. It wasn't just the ones that were in attendance like Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell. You had DeJounte Murray, who's not even there, shouting him out on his social media. Drew Eubanks doing the same thing. They see value in him. And I get it. He is their teammate, Casey. What do you think about that? You know, develop him into an asset where the Spurs can maybe move. Hey guys, so there are a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. One of them is excessive sweating. Yeah, you know, when you sweat through your shirts for no reason, it's pretty embarrassing, right? Well, when I speak in public, I can't help but sweat through my shirt. Now listen, I know it's, it isn't life or death, but there are worse problems in the world. But let's be honest, it's a moment that feels like a big deal. Nobody likes to pit out during an important speech or interview or a first date. I'd rather not worry about that, and that's why I use sweat block any person wipes. Sweat block is stronger more effective than clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed, wake up the next morning, wash, go about your day without even worrying about sweating. It's guaranteed. I know this sounds a little bit too good to be true, but literally I have only to use sweat blocks once or twice a week and it keeps me dry for the whole time. No more pitting out, no more picking my shirts based on which one hides sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you can have to have them check out sweat block. Get it Today, 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and at CVS. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't steal on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website right now, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Use promo code LOCKEDON. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, the only thing it's easier said than done because 
the way you really do that is to get him those reps on the floor during the regular season. And unfortunately, like we were just saying, that's probably not going to happen. But that you're you're on the money there because for him, I, I think there's two things that really stand out here when you come into the conversation of some of these guys, second rounders in the summer league or in the G League for that matter. One, from the team standpoint of, hey, you know, we know we don't have a future. We got a log jam here. Let's kind of see what we can get out of this and maybe maximize his value there. So, yeah, I think from that trade standpoint, you bring up a good point. But two, when you're a second-round pick or a guy on a two-way contract in this league, and, again, you know that your, your job security is not totally exactly that secure, every time you go out there, it's an audition. Every time you go out there in, in, in these kind of – these kind of events, the summer league, the G League, preseason games, it's an audition. You might not be able to find a home in San Antonio if you're Trey Jones because there's 4,700 guards in front of them in the rotation. But if the Spurs don't pick up the team option on his deal, he's on the market, well, Milwaukee comes calling or Chicago or right. whoever. They need some sort of depth. They need someone to, to be a third-string point guard. Hey, even a backup point guard. Right, yeah. How far it progresses at a certain point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's, that's two real big things uh, when, that you look to get out of it if you want to talk more so organizational and individual for him. And, and this is obviously a, a good start. Yeah. You, you, that you, start. Continuation, yeah. I guess, more so. Yeah, continuation. Exactly, yeah. And and. Look, I like I like the kid. I like I think he brings a lot on uh, the court for San Antonio on both ends of that court. It's just interesting to see, mm-hmm. you know, how the Spurs will utilize him as he gets better with each and every uh, game that he plays, whether it be in Austin, summer league, or if he does get some burn with San Antonio next season. And, uh, you know, the other guy that been, that finally kind of came out of a slump was uh, the uh, the other rookie that you know Spurs fans uh, tend to maybe forget sometimes. I know it's just recent, but Joe Wieskamp. Started off, mm-hmm. struggled bad in, in Utah, and then in Las Vegas, start uh, the summer league game slates there. But he finally got out of it. He's, he has back-to-back double-figure scoring nights, started hitting his shot by his own admissions. And even after the game versus the Hornets, he said, I know I've been shooting bad. How much do we take away from his slow start? I mean, not really much, considering he's a rookie or – when you saw his play case, you were thinking like, oh, okay, he better get on this because it's not looking good right now. I mean, how do you assess his play? I think a little bit of both. I'll be the first to tell you. I, I, I don't necessarily know Joe, Joe Wace Camp's background, what he does overly right. His, you know, the little technicalities of his game, truth be told, prior to the draft, I maybe have probably seen him play a handful of times. I watch Iowa for Luca Garza. So yeah, whenever they were on TV, I weren't. I wasn't keeping an eye out for Joe. I was watching Luca, Luca over there. Uh, so for me to come over here and, and give an analysis of what might be right, what might be wrong, what's off, what isn't, probably wouldn't be totally mm-hmm. fair, considering my knowledge of him is very, very, is very limited. But it's I, I, I like I like the fact that he's aware and he's not going up there and he's coach speak with it. And I think for a lot of these guys, a lot of the younger guys in particular, it's, 
it's very easy to just be like, oh, you know, get wrapped into coach speak cliches. Be like, oh, yeah, it'll, it'll start falling, you know, part of the game, blah, blah, blah. But I kind of like the callousness of it a little bit. And, and, right. it, and again, I, I don't know too much about him from the standpoint of saying, you know, that, that mentality, that personality a little bit. I don't, I don't all, Everything I've learned about him has been – since the draft over the past month. Sure. But you like that. I, I like that. I like that honesty. And I, I like that forwardness that he, that he had there. And, and he'll get his reps. He'll get, he'll get yeah. his chances. And, 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 and we know that. And it, it, this is, I, I'm not putting much stock one way or another into what he is. Though I guess in this case, what he has not done three games or however many, four games he'll end up playing by the end of this little trip to Vegas. We know he's going to spend most of the year in Austin anyways. And right. the Spurs feel the same way. Yeah, he's in a funk, whatever. This is like this is like spring training, a, a prospect that they know is going to be in double-A, triple-A for most of the year. It goes up there and hits, hits goes, goes well, I don't know, two for 12 or something like that over his six games of work. The organization's like, all right, well, didn't look particularly great, but he's going to be in double-A, triple-A ball anyways to start the mm-hmm. year, and I think that's the same kind of deal with him. Mm-hmm. Most are whatever, not great when you're trying to make a name for yourself in this league, but either way, he's not going to make a name for himself in this league based off a handful of games in Vegas. Right, yeah, and I just like the fact that you, you hit it on the head. You know, he was just open and honest about it. I mean, he didn't even yeah, – I mean, nobody had to ask him, like, hey, you've been struggling. He, the, one of the first things he would say is, yeah, I, I, I sucked. You know, just flat out said it. But, you know, you like the confidence in acknowledging that mm-hmm. maybe it's been a rough start. But he did say that, you, you know, the shot will come. He kept on repeating that ahead of the last two summer uh, spur, summer league games for San Antonio, saying it's going to come, it's going to come, and it did come. So it just took time. You know, Coach Johnson even said, he goes, he chalked it up just to nerves. He said it's probably just nerves that's getting to him. So, uh, you, still, you like the fact that the Spurs' second pick in the second round of this mm-hmm. past season, this past draft, is finally coming around. You just hope he can maintain it. But yeah, he's definitely going to be seeing a lot of time in an Austin jersey versus San Antonio. Although I would not be surprised if he gets his shot falling on the regular, and the Spurs, obviously looking for three point shooters, wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a call up and play him some spot minutes, see if he can handle NBA de- defenses chasing him as he gets the three-point shot up. We're talking with Casey Vieira. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at Casey underscore Vieira right now, and click on that link he has in his profile that says YouTube. That takes you to Vieira's an essay. Subscribe to that right now. Let's go to shift gears now, Casey, and talk about Keldon Johnson again. He is at the Summer League Games in Las Vegas, and he had a chance to talk with media ahead of the game about the Olympic experience, you know, winning gold. And I got to ask him a few questions and um, tell me you, how you digest this, Casey. So basically I asked him, hey, you know, you spent a lot of time with some the who's who of the NBA, Kevin Durant, you know, Draymond Green, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. I mean, those are, were in, the, in the, uh, Team USA here, Damian Lillard. But – you know, I said, so what are you going to be taking away, Kel- Keldon? What are you going to be taking to San Antonio next season? You know, the you know instead of thinking like, oh, well, I learned Kevin Durant's jump shot or I learned how to defend, you know, the way uh, Draymond does. Interestingly enough, he said that he learned decision making, that the, the mental side of the game, 
that it just came down to anticipating plays before they happen. So he learned the cerebral part of the game first that it should translate onto the court in actual physical play. But what your thoughts on him saying, nah, it was just basically decision-making when I learned the, learned the most from the best of the best in the league. Celebrate the freedom of choice by checking out Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and check out all the amazing flavors. They are something for everyone. Whether you like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, the list goes on and on. And look, if you can't figure out which is your fla- favorite flavor, then you should try their mix box. You get two of each of the nine flavors. Easy as that. Most Built Bar flavors are healthy and they have the following 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's 15% off at Built.com. I like that. I do. I really like that when 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 you hear him talk about something, the the mental the aspect of it, because that's what keeps guys in this league for a long time. Your IQ, how how you can watch the game unfold right in front of you, and and it compensates for a lot of your deficiencies. Why do we think Luka Doncic is so good? Is because he reads the floor more so on the offensive end, but but we all watch him. He doesn't exactly look or move like a physical specimen out there, but he gets by the game and, 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 and watching things unfold and kind of like you see with a lot of Euros. It's the same reason Chris mm-hmm. Paul is going to play till he's 105 years old too. And, and, and even then he's not the, the athlete or he was or, or has been. And, and it's, it's it, it's all the mentals right there. And, of course, LeBron, a different mm-hmm. story in his own right. You ever see that story with LeBron? He was apparently telling whatever opposing team center on the floor where they needed to be. No. For, like, their play. Like, this was on the defensive end. LeBron was guarding somebody. And whoever, I, I can't even remember. We'll just throw a random name. For some reason, Dwayne Dedman is the first center that comes to mind. I don't know why. But, but it was like... Hey, Dwayne, you're standing on the right block. You're supposed to be standing on the left block for this play. It was something like that. I'll have to YouTube it later. But anyways, that's a real, that's a real clip. That's a real clip. That but, reminds me of uh, Tim Duncan, like, like a Tim Duncan. Remember when uh, yeah. Tim Duncan was playing, he would tell players, oh, no, if you want to come at me on the block, move your shoulder this way. <laughs> was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's but that's true though. It's the little things. It's the it it's being able to read the game, little mechanical things that that extend the longevity of what you can do for a while. And 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 when you see that coming from a young guy, and it, and it also separates with a lot of these young guys, second, third, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year olds in this league. One common trait in twenty twenty one that just about everybody has is, is athleticism, right? Everybody, every, that's, that's just kind of a given with the job. If you're, if you're coming into the league and you're a swing man, chances are more often than not, you're going to be able to bounce out of the building. So right. That's kind of a given. But what separates these guys is that mental aspect, that IQ, and all those things that he just said 
and learning it from a guy like Draymond. Same deal. I mean, Draymond not exactly an athletic freak of nature. Right. He's not. I mean, he's six. He's a six-six power forward center. Not exactly a, a an elite speedster or anything like that. But he's accomplished what he's had based mm-hmm. off of his IQ. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, just a totally different kind of conversation because whatever you want to call it, demigod of what he is. But but the sentiment remains the same, though. I, I think that's good that he took that out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, here's what he had to tell me. He says, quote, I feel like decision-making was big. Decision-making was big. Being precise with every decision, every cut. I feel there was a real big emphasis on that. And he wanted to tell me, you know, about, you know, learning from the league's best. He says, even little movements. I just did those things, moving the ball, playing off teammates, seeing the play before it happens. So there you go. You know, the mental side of it, you know, you know and, I, and I honestly, I wasn't expecting him to say that. I thought he was going to say something like, well, I learned from Kevin Durant that if I move to the right and I put my pivot foot this way, I create space or you know, I learned from, uh, you know, JaVale McGee, you know, well, you know, uh, how to get into the post and do uh, this kind of move. But you hear the mental side of it and you're like, you're like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's good. You know, he's really been open and honest saying that he acknowledges that he needs to get a shot down. That something, you know, beyond just attacking the rim relentlessly. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the mechanics of things. But I feel like the mental side of this, 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 this decision making could help him and the team in a couple ways. It, you know, maybe they could use him as a point forward and then that capacity next season, uh, Casey, you know, where he can start the offense. Your thoughts? I don't know. Well, maybe. I was going to so I was going to say I don't know about next season, but the thing right. is there's going to be a whole lot of there's going to be a whole lot of weird next season. So oh, yeah, I'm not for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, we don't really know what the heck we're going to see next season in many regards, aside from the fact that the Spurs probably won't be particularly good. I, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see Lucas Hamilton at the four. I mean, it's something. It's like it's going to be that kind of a season. It really is. It, it wouldn't. I would not be surprised to see that playing time. Period. <laughs> yeah. But but you're right. I mean, it's going to be that kind of a X factor kind of thing, like where the Spurs they're going to be tinkering with things. They're going to be tinkering right. with the lineup. How does this work? Might as well. Might as well. But I mean, no, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but circling back to you. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, you, you, you think like, what have they got to lose? They're in rebuild mode, and if it means putting Keldon and his decision making skills that he learned with Team USA to good use, I mean, you can maybe that'll be kind of his avenue to become maybe more of the alpha of this team, Casey. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think that would be that would be ideal, I think, to put it one way, considering that seems to be the only thing this team's kind of lacking right now. Yeah. And, well, you know what I mean, in, in terms of right. roster construction, right. sen- the sentiment of having an alpha. But it'd be fun. I don't know how well it would work out right, right. now. On the but what have they got to lose? Talk- I mean, they're, they're not going to yeah, win the right? title. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right now on the surface, you're telling me that. I was like, there's, there's not a snowball's ch- chance in hell this is going to work. But you know what? There's a good chance we get to game number 60, and they're like 15 and 45 or something like that. Right. So at that point, why not? throw mm-hmm. Give him point forward minutes. I want to see it. 
we know we're going to get out of John, DeJounte Murray at that point. Derek mm-hmm. White, who, well, no, again, yeah, we'll know what we'll get out of him. Right. If you're going to give Trey Jones minutes, might as well give Keldon Johnson minutes at the at the one. Right. Again, it's probably not going to work out particularly well, but we'll see. You right. know, until you, don't knock it till you try it, right? Yeah. And, and, and the other thing, too, just for him statistically, you know, if he's going to be more of that decision maker, I mean, not necessarily the, as a point forward position. It could just be simply, you know, they give him the ball and you know, they swing it to him. In a, in a oh, play. I want point. I want point forward, man. I want him bring. I, yeah. I want him. Yeah. But I, I'm but, going all in. I'm not getting cute. I'm not like, oh, we'll give him 15 <laughs> times a game to bring it up. Nope. I want him. No. Yeah. Dejounte move over. There's a new. There's a new guy in town. But yeah, we're gonna play Dejounte at the five. Yeah. Exactly. Go for it. Why not? It's it's rebuild yeah. mode anyway, but you know even if if that doesn't happen, you know, and he just happened to be bringing the ball up, you know, or playing off a pass, you know, you know, you might see his assist numbers uh, spike next season. I think I could definitely see that now, you know, mm-hmm. if those they're making the right plat, the right pass, the right decision, whether it be when to attack or not to attack, but if it's passing that ball, um. Uh, you know, making the right play, looking for teammates, you know, that that's that's just gonna make him even deadlier because you know those assist numbers are gonna go up. And look, the Spurs just lost their top assist guy, DeMar DeRozan. He's well, gone. I was gonna say, yeah, you know, I'm glad you I'm glad you let into DeMar because I could see him be more kind of that facilitator in the half court that we saw with DeMar. I think if if it was one of the two, if you wanted to have him be more active in that distributing kind of role, I think you'd probably have him be more adept in that half court game to to do exactly that. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know how well it'll work, but if you had to, if if you're going to tell me you wanted to assign those duties of him to be a main facilitator, I, I would want to see it more, at least from the start, in a bit more of that half court game. Right. But that's just me. That's just yeah. me. But I mean, you look, he, he Keldon openly said he doesn't take off that gold medal off his neck a lot since he got one. So, and everybody had a chuckle with about that, you know, during the uh, press conference, but I'm where glad he doesn't he, take it off. Way? Where was that? Like, where was, where was he? Cause the picture that you posted there, like he looked like it was like in an intimate concert setting, you know, that, like, that, that's what it looks like when you're not on a zoom, when you're in person, it's a little tiny yeah. room. And I guess you're they, right. They have uh, these two, um, like uh, oval shaped lights, like real bright lights on opposite ends, and uh, just a stool, and like two rows of three seats for the media if you're there. And then right behind I was those, say, was, seats, that your, was that your picture that you posted? Yeah, from Vegas. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was sitting okay, right in front here. of him. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if that was you or you got that from someone else. No, that that, that was all me. Um, and then behind those seats are is a big screen, and it was so weird because I always wondered like how do I look like when I'm on Zoom to the players? So when I turn around, I'm like, oh, that's how it looks like. It looks just like a Zoom, like it's just the exact same thing, um, right? And but no, oh, no, do they have tech issues? Yeah, that that popped up a few times, and I can see why sometimes Zoom starts are a little delayed because it's just the audio's mm. off or the the video's going in and out. But nevertheless. I like the fact that he said he doesn't take off the gold medal as much. He's proud of it. He's proud of his accomplishment. He's proud of doing his part to help Team USA capture gold and uh, capture the gold, excuse me. And, man, I mean, 
if his confidence is riding this high, I wish the season was starting tomorrow, Casey. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I like I like everything we're seeing out of him right now. He's having fun in a in a in a year which which the Spurs are gonna need to have a little bit of fun to get creative. This is this is what you like to see. And he's doing every for really two years now. For yeah. two years or two summers I guess, he's really become that face, that face, that guy. We talk so much in San Antonio how it's bigger than basketball. The Spurs is a cultural thing. It's, 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 I don't want to say way of life, but around here, part of the gig, part of the gig, if you're, if you play for the Spurs is that you have to be out there, active community, get your face mm-hmm. out there, get your face out there, be a representation. It's the only, it's the only, they're the only show in town. They're the only show in town. Mm-hmm. So it's always been such a big part of that. And and a message that, from the outside looking in tends to, to get lost sometimes. But I think now for a couple of years, we've really seen that, whether it be whatever little local, local auto shop or whoever it was, he, he, he started, he started, he started with, what, what's the name of the, it was, yeah, it was an auto body shop. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It what's was like a collision yeah. kind of repair thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Now it's going to, I'll look it up after we do this, whatever. But I mean, it, it, it's that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's how you endear. That's how you endear to it. And I like that. And, and everything we're seeing now is just kind of a continuation of what we've seen for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, um, he was beaming with that big old smile, you know, when uh, they asked him about the gold medal. I heard, by the way, uh, from his agent that that gold medal is heavy. Like, and he wasn't joking with me. I saw him at Vegas. And he I'm was like, hey, about like a close to yeah 10 pound thing like yeah eight, eight, eight pounds yeah he was like don't let that that the size of it deceive you that that it's very heavy and um you know it was a dumb question but you know i always wondered and i asked him i go is is that like real 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 like real real gold not something plated with a thin layer of gold I'm like no it's that's a hundred percent pure gold so this is not one you make in your backyard no. for your beer Olympics, something like that. Mm-mm. No, nope. But um, yeah, I mean, then then the, this is just the fact that he made the trip to Las Vegas, coming from Japan to support the young guys, you know, in their efforts to make an NBA team, whether it be San Antonio or not. You know, that's the only thing we get we got to get across. Like these guys, they're playing for an NBA team, but just because they wear the Spurs uniform, uh, does. For the major- most of them now, unless your name is not Devin Vassell or Primo or Trey Jones, but those peripheral players, they're actually trying out for other teams. So, you, mm-hmm. you know, for for KJ to come out and do what he did, you know, and he was sitting courtside, like just the opposite side of the Spurs bench, and he was getting up and, and cheering them on and getting nervous when the clock uh, was winding down, the Spurs were down one, and then Trey Jones hits a shot. So he was really into the game. Good for him. But, yeah, you know, if he can bring that decision-making to San Antonio next season, which I'm pretty sure he will, watch out, League. You know, one of the rising stars just got better. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Trey Jones and his play out in Las Vegas and uh, Wieskamp? You like the fact that he's kind of coming out of his little rookie slump uh, and as well as Keldon Johnson. What do you think about him telling me that decision-making was one of the big things that he learned from playing with Team USA and that all-star cast. 
Casey will let you get things going. Uh, Fierre's an SA and uh, maybe something else down the line. Uh, what are you referring to? Okay, so that that that, that 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 said it all. We're not we're not ready for that then. Oh 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 oh! I know. I didn't know if you were talking about new episode coming up. Yeah, we got one uh, Monday. No, where well, I'm losing track of the days, bro. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday coming up. New episode. And we're we're still not talking about the other thing yet, right? No, no, we're not. Talking okay. I teased you enough, yeah, audience. Yeah. Another reason why you should go follow Casey at Twitter at Casey yeah. underscore Vieira. Revealing my plan to hijack this show. Jeff just stumbled upon it. I figured it out. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to settle this in a drink off or no. shot in a shot off. Whoever gets the most oh, shots in without say. collapsing wins. We're not gonna we're not gonna do it in Vegas, so it'll be too expensive. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. <laughs> Yeah. Make sure it's gonna to. Cost, su- it's going to cost you, yeah, your entire paycheck from Locked On for the next three months. <laughs> I didn't realize. If I go all the way out there. You're paying for that. I ain't doing. No, that. I can imagine your no, proposed I... challenge. <laughs> but it'd be fun though. It'll be a fun thing. Yes, it'll be a painful thing the next it. morning though. But it'll be fun 30... at least in the moment. I, I'm 32. You're older than me. I, I I have two beers. Like not like like when I'm a kid. You you're trying to you know, go out and enjoy yourself and feel the consequences in the morning, whatever, you know, we've all been there, but I'm yeah. 32 now. I have two beers. I'm not even trying to, to go out and get weird. I wake up with a hangover, <laughs> you know, I'll, like, I'll, I'll get up, I'll get, I'll have like two whiskeys at night. I'll, I'll be laying in bed the next day. Like, man, my head hurts. And she's like, and my wife's like, Oh, I didn't know you. You were trying to get wild like that. And I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm just old. <laughs> I wasn't. It's 32. She doesn't get it because she's younger than me. She's not in her 30s yet, but she will one day. Yeah, she will. But be for there. me, yeah, you know that that's what it is. That's what it is. I have. So, I no, have that. I, I, I decline your challenge. I, I have it. that Thank old man's that. drinking strength. You know, like you never want to challenge your dad or your uncles in a drink off. Kind of like that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got oh, that going okay. for me. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, this young boy doesn't know how to doesn't know how to do this. All right, let me show him. That's how that'd be my <laughs> that'd be my approach. Hey, and and hey, if you man, want to hear all, man, you're ahead. making it sound like you're you're old enough to, to technically be well. If you're a teenage father, I guess you yeah. need to be old enough to be my father. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm sorry. Go I got to put a wrap in this episode. Of Lockdown Before you now, go out to Vegas, now yeah. feeling it now, yeah. feeling the age yeah. now. Hey, um, yes. make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Spurs. That is the weirdest thing for me to do, Casey. I've done it a couple of times. I'm what? like, that just feels weird. I don't know why. What? Because then I hear my voice. Yeah. I did it one time with oh. you on it. I think I did one episode. I said, hey, you know, Alexa, play Locked On Spurs. And it was one with you. I said, this is going to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. It was just different. Yeah. But hey, everybody should do it, though. It's actually <laughs> a fun thing. And uh, yeah. We'll be back uh, next week with more episodes of Locked On Spurs. Probably some more summer league talk. Uh, what are the Spurs doing? Ben Simmons rumors still popping up left and right. Casey will be on likely next week to try to hijack Locked On Spurs once again. And uh, can we talk fun. about how like like I know we only got like a handful of minutes, but people get really pissed off about this Ben Simmons stuff, man. That that starts <laughs> like, riots, like virtual riots like among Spurs really, fans. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, it's very odd. All for a guy who's not even going to be here next year, by the way. 
Yeah. But it's it's a very impassioned debate. It like 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 the slander is all kinds of next level. I don't know. It's not a lot. It's like. But it's so divided. Like there is no wiggle room. It's either you're pro Simmons or anti Simmons. I know. And you know sometimes you got. Like when it comes to the Lonnie stuff, you got weirdos like me who try to be diplomatic or right there in the gray area. Diplomatic, you know, try to try to extend, yeah, try to try to extend the olive branch one way or another. Not the case, man. Here, there is like nobody like that. You are you either <laughs> want them or you think this is going to send the franchise into but, a downward but, but, but that's how but that's how it years. starts off. It's either you want him, which means you're going to have to probably gut the roster a bit. And then that's where they get sensitive. It's like, what? What are you going to trade Dejounte? You're going to trade, uh, you know, Devin Vassell? And then you got the pro Simmons. It was like, yeah, you are because look what you're getting. You're getting a defensive player of the year, you know, candidate and X, Y, and Z. But you're mm-hmm. gutting the roster, and then it's then that turns into that's when all chaos breaks yeah. loose. And of course, Casey's usually mm-hmm. stirring the pot. I see you, Casey. Listen, man. I, the Bleacher Report deal that came out was a little nutty. I will. I will give the. They do that on purpose. That. I think. They yeah, do they that do. See, purpose. see what happened. They they posted like two or three deals at some somewhere along the line. Maybe it was just probably during the Kawhi window, and it probably annoyed Spurs fans a lot. So then they were like, you know what? We're getting traction if we just come up with these like outrageous deal so let's think yeah. the most outrageous one we can involve in the spurs and hey you know what if they have a chance to involve the spurs they're going to have fun with it but for the sake of wrapping up the conversation though with that uh yeah the bleacher report article was a little ambitious what was it it was like well walker murray Kelvin yeah. johnson and three first and three Daryl murray was like behind that. that article yeah listen <laughs> man if you if if you if you take Keldon out of that deal and replace him with anyone else and you lotto protect next season, I might bite on that. Follow Casey right now to get on him, yeah. Spurs fans. At Casey yeah. underscore Vieira. <laughs> yeah, you don't stir the pot. You, you just stirred it right now. And then pick swaps are overrated. Pick swaps are overrated because, like, I have enough faith in management that in 2027, my franchise is going to be able to put a competent enough franchise around <laughs> my star player at that point. So it, it, it's the same thing when people got all, all crazy about the Harden stuff and giving swaps and things like that. In 2024, 2025, the Nets are still going to be title contenders in all likelihood. Right. So what does the swap mean? Yeah. Exactly. Probably nothing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But that's why we are done talking yeah. now because I don't want to be rude and yeah. have this thing <laughs> cut off right. Casey right now. So I love it. You're like, we are done talking. We are yeah. done talking. We are done talking. Enough, Casey. <laughs> Until next time, um, follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira and me at Jeff G. Ken's five now. It's weird for me to say. And uh, yeah, a lot of more Spurs stuff coming forward. So for Casey, the pot store Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.